first ever explained podcast this is your host tyler stubbs and i just wanted to take this first part of the show and really just thank each and every one of you for your time and taking it out of your day to listen to the message i'm trying to bring and what i'm trying to do with this platform and i just wanted to truly just from the bottom of my heart is just thank each and every one of you. Let's go ahead and get this show on the road. I'm extremely hyped on coffee and I wanted to start this by explaining what this podcast is. It's called Explained for a Reason. Just explain people's success journey and it's not just materialistic and finances but big part of it is also in relationships and entrepreneurship and spirituality and just uh, there's a whole broad spectrum in what we can consider success. I think there's a lot more out there that we can learn through what they've been able to accomplish in their success journey. And using this platform to really explain those things and really get into detail on how people have been able to go about their success journey through, again, as I mentioned, finances, business, health, entrepreneurship, relationships. And and, be, and the end goal is how you can improve each and every aspect of your life and how becoming successful overall. Because again, success to me is fulfilling one's potential. But then there's also another aspect to it is you're always striving for a new level. And so success is always continuous and it's never ending. I don't think you can just stop at one point and say, okay, I'm done. I'm successful. You know, I think there's a lot more on where you can go through life. And there's a lot, there's steps to and there's levels to it. So I want to just explain people's success journey and where they're going. Because again, as you can see, there's three dots at the end of that title because it doesn't end there. It's going to continue from there. And that's where I feel where you can improve. And all I want to do is to impact one of you who has been wanting to take the step into entrepreneurship, into opening a business, into improving your health and motivating and pushing you into doing it, but simultaneously guiding and explaining how to do it and guide you guys through the the process and not just leaving you at the motivation because yeah, everybody can get motivated to start something, but in the end, the hardest part is to for you to keep the momentum in what you're trying to do, keeping that momentum to starting that business, keeping the momentum to becoming an entrepreneur and starting what your next level and what your new life is going to be. With all that being said, guys, I want to explain my journey and how I've been able to get to where I am today. And all I want from my story and journey is for it to resonate with one of you, just one of you who's listening right now, that there's still hope in this world and that you are amazing and you can still come out on top. Even though we're dealt a bad hand at life, guys, we can still play the game. Let that sink in. We can still play the game and come out on top, taking that W home, all the way home. And I just want you guys to know that. So despite all the objections and the hate and the negativity in this life and all the circumstances that you're given, don't use that as an excuse. Use that as a crutch to get to where you want in your journey. As long as you are focused, you can come out, guys. You guys can come out on top. You can do what you need to do in this life. And let's dive into this. Well, let me go ahead and introduce myself. My name is Tyler Stubbs. I am a 21-year-old living in El Paso, Texas, attending the University of Texas at El Paso, studying to become a mechanical engineer. And, and I grew up in a very big family. My parents had a total of eight kids. So yes, seven siblings. I had six brothers, one sister. Yeah, just one sister. And it was definitely crazy. If, if any of you truly have a big family, it's kind of crazy. And you know how it is when it when getting together and just and I uh, thank God for that. And it's definitely something that I appreciate. And I, you know, I don't think 
I would change the world for that. And I am beyond blessed to have a, a family this big and, you know, being a part of huge, this huge family. And, you know, it, it, what's really cool is that we're all, we're all two years apart. So we, we could all kind of bond together and be able to, you know, have a relationship in some way with each other and relate with each other. And it's just cool being, uh, for me, I, I really enjoy it because I'm one of the older ones. I'm the third oldest. I have an older sister, but I'm the second oldest brother. And I have a lot of brothers that um, I, it's just cool to have brothers that look up to you and it's definitely a blessing. And so it's, in the end, it's it's what it is. And uh, I think I thank God for it. And early on, my father ended up not being part of the picture. And my mom became a sig- single mother of eight kids. So she, you know, you know how it is. If some of you guys know and probably relate to this is, you know, it's tough. And my mom was working 40 hours full time trying to support us. We're living in the projects. Um, yeah, I, I grew up in the projects. I, you know, I, I, didn't, I didn't grow up with my mother being around very much. You know, she would go to work. I would go to, you know, we, we all went to school. And during that time frame, you know, elementary school, going to middle school, it was for me, it was just all fun and games. I kind of just was out, you know, hanging out with friends. Didn't do a lot of crazy stuff. And I, I feel like I was kind of just a chill, kind of relaxed kid who didn't really do a lot of things. And I just hung out with friends, went out, skateboarded with my brother. And that was just one huge thing is that we skated. You know, I, I, my first, I, uh, so many memories. I grew up basically with my brother being my role model you know he he took me under his wing and I you know I, I I wanted to be him and I think that's a lot of people is you you want to be your older brother you want to be like your older brother he was the guy that I would like hanging out with so the skating days like that was when I was in like middle school um late or early late elementary basically early middle school ended up hanging out with my my brother a lot we we would go skating and he would I remember buying my first board. I think uh, my mom helped me. I had it was like it, just a blank skateboard, nothing special there. It's just trucks, blank skateboard. I think I ended up scavenging some like other uh, wheels and bearings from other friends of ours that skated. They had like other um, materials for us, and you know I ended up getting a skateboard put together, and I'll just go and we would go skate and go down in just different neighborhoods and really just it was just all fun skating jumping stairs I think my max I did was like five stairs I was able to land the kit flip in about it took me about one whole year to land a kit flip and that was crazy um those times were just nothing but but fun for me I was just so innocent just out and about with with my brother and after that, you know, I, I that was a big part of my life. And then and, you know, I was always good at school, too. Uh, that was also something that was, I mean, I was always good, always on top of just getting good grades, making A, B, honor roll all the time. Um, elementary school, I remember, just uh, 100%, you know, perfect attendance, just that kind of stuff. I was, I grew up just like that. And I don't know what made me do that. And I'm, tr- I'm trying to figure out why I was like that. And so, yeah, ever since middle school all the way to high school, I was A, B, I, I made it with all of that, just A, Bs. I never, I don't think I've ever got below a C on my grades. And that was just something I was good at. I was good at school. I was very dedicated to it. And, you know, middle school kind of came around. I, I started hanging out with my group of friends, uh, 
than you know the typical xbox you know i was i was an xbox fan guys i halo call of duty the whole thing search and destroy we we did it all and i that that was one thing so i ended up phasing into that we just once that kind of blew up we we would have our clans and just going hard on xbox live i would go hours and hours you know do my homework and then that that's what it was you know xbox and and that's something i do regret i wish i would have learned and had someone to tell me hey if you want to become something in this life you know you got to read books also and do other things like you know have some balance i was you know i was spending hours and hours just on the xbox not really learning just you know i was learning school but you know i was just doing the homework and like you know, keeping up with my grades and that's what it was. I went to school, but no one really ever taught me at an early age to read and to learn and and to keep going and having this this type of uh this other type of education that you can learn is through personal development and whatnot. And that's what I wish and I wish I would have had at that time in my life. And something, you know, that's why I bring this up because something just hit me today. I was listening to Jim Rohn and he mentioned a formal education earns you a living, but a self-education earns you a fortune. Let me say that one more time. A formal education earns you a living, but self-education earns you a fortune. And if I would have learned that early on, um, I, I think I would have been... I don't know where I would have been in this life. I, I, I like to think that I, I could have been somewhere else and uh, I could have been at a different level on my success journey. And then just where all this personal development came from is just like it all started out with my brother, you know, teaching about Ben Carson and Jim Rohn and Darren Hardy and John Maxwell. And I just started learning through like Dave Ramsey as well, went through his course and started learning about investments, which which was something that really, you know, I, I took a course in, in high school about it. And that was just something that interested me like a ton. Of, and so I learned about that stuff. And other than that, like I, I started learning uh, about, you know, how to budget your money and how, how to, you know, doing that stuff and creating budget, which I still do to this day. And it's, it's helped me just stay out of debt and, you know, living a life that you know, with, you know, cash is king, which is, Dave Ramsey's one of his famous quotes and yeah I just ended up learning so much about John Maxwell that was the one guy that kind of started introducing me into just like self-development and just started reading a little bit about him and just started getting into this whole aspect and then just until recently this past year is where it just kind of sprung out of control and all this stuff that I started learning it was just like just it was just exponential from there you know I, I moved in with one of my roommates uh Chris Munoz, shout out to you, bro. I, I miss you and I uh, hope you're doing good. You know, he mentioned a couple just people that were out there. You know, Andy Frisello was one of the, the top and the ones that I got introduced to first. He he was, yeah, that guy, if you haven't listened to him or haven't really heard of him, he is a beast and got into him and I started getting into more like Gary V. And then Gary V just, you know, sprung from there learning about just so many other people. Charlie Jabbly, his whole story just really, it's just crazy on like how people have been able to get to where they are. And Caleb Maddox and Casey Adams, just a whole nother uh, era. Like those kids are crazy, you know, they're only 18, 16 years old and 
they're on a whole different level. And so these people just kind of started inspiring me, motivating me, just really pushing me to what I wanted to do and just opening up. And it was more of like I had direction in my life and where I wanted to go. But these people just opened a whole portal of different things in my life that like I did not think was possible. So that was like one of the things that really shifted on my part was just learning this whole area of entrepreneurship and the things that are possible out there that and just really enjoy life and create a life that I love. And, you know, that's one reason recently I read a book, Crushing It, and Casey Adams, a, a, one, a guy that really just, uh, I, I was learning all this stuff, but he just said something that clicked to me. And, you know, from there, it was just, this is the whole reason why I think I need to start this and uh, I'm doing school, but this is a whole nother aspect of my life that I truly enjoy and I truly enjoy connecting with people. I've always done it in my life, you know, through all the jobs I've worked. I've just always loved um, connecting and talking to people and just, you know, being able to mainly just connect with people and, and talk to them and be able to learn their story. And I've always enjoyed interacting with people. And why not use this platform and record those interactions and you guys learn from them? And, 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 and simultaneously, I just want to create genuine and authentic connections with people and relationships where we can build other things. And learning all this has just really influenced me and giving me the information to really that I didn't know when I was in middle school and when I was in high school and at a young age where you can do so much in your life. And I feel like it's my turn to pay it forward. The information and the knowledge that I've been able to receive, I don't think it's fair that I keep it to all myself. But, you know, early on, I wish I would have had it. And uh, I just want to encourage one of you guys that, is, you know, if you're young and you're trying to really build something, you're trying to become something, uh, I highly recommend self-education and just being able to invest in yourself. That's all it is. And, you know, it's not about just going to conferences, but just picking up a book, a book that you like that will expand your creativity and who you are. And that's one thing I just want to suggest. So, yeah, that was one thing. And that's what I had. I wish I would have had a, that self-education at an early age. But, you know, as I got into high school, I, I, I learned, I got into more of what I wanted to do. I really enjoyed uh, the, I really enjoyed the math and science. I've always been really good at math and science. So I did a lot of courses I did uh, that focused more on the engineering and computer, computer science. And I ended up going in and, you know, getting involved in some clubs and just did, I did a lot of things in high school. I was involved uh, with a lot of things and did robotics club for a while. Did student council, became a committee chairman and, I just, I, you know, I did high school and I was very kind of involved in, in it and, you know, did, did my thing. And um, I, I did track and cross country for a while. And then towards the end, I did, you know, lacrosse for a semester. And I met my girlfriend in high school. You know, that's something I'm thankful for, uh, who I'm still dating at this moment. It's been about almost four years. Next month will be four years. I just kind of did the whole thing. I was the, you know, I did, I was there doing it and... It was, it was great. I learned a lot from it, and that was what it was. I graduated high school and ended up going to the, the University of Texas out of Paso, as I mentioned, and I'm becoming a mechanical engineer. And I'm about a year and a half out into graduating, hopefully. 
um, that would be amazing. But other than that, that, that was basically like my education and where I'm going. And that's what it was, you know, a huge, another huge factor that really helped me become the person I am today was work. I started working at the age of 12. I would go to my grandfather's ranch and we would milk cows, hoe weeds, just the whole nine yards. Just, oh, just We were out there just helping him out, visiting my grandfather and milk cows, milk the goats, make cheese. Like it was like, it was some real stuff out there. So that was at the age of 12. I would go every summer during middle school. And then from there I became, um, you know, I just learned, you know, learning hard work. That was a huge, that's a huge description in myself is worth that thick. You know, being able to work hard and I've been able to really just instill that into me at the, a young age. You know, I didn't have money to to do things. So what did I have to do to earn money? I would go out and make money. So and it all actually started when I was like in middle school. You know, this is funny now. I just thought about it where I would actually with my brothers, we would you know, we wanted to collect money. But, you know, we were too young to make money. So, you know, we couldn't go and apply for a job and get a job at, you know, McDonald's or something like that. So we were like, we came up with creative ways on how to like make money. And the one reason or the one thing we did was we would get my mom to go buy a box of cake mix and we would make cupcakes and, we, you know, we make like 40 cupcakes and we would all go and sell them in our neighborhood. So we lived in an apartment complex. So we just literally go door by door selling the cupcakes for, I think 25 cents for like a simple cupcake. And then we would make some like really cool, like intricate cupcakes for 50 cents. We'd go literally, we lived in this like area where there was a ton of apartments. So we had our apartment complex. There was like four different apartment complexes uh, in our area. So we literally just make the cupcakes and then we'd just go out and we, we wanted to, let's say we wanted to buy, like, I don't even know what it was. We would, we wanted to buy something and we would want to save up our money for something we wanted. And that's the way we did it. You know, we made money by doing that kind of stuff. And then we started, you know, selling candy, you know, candy bars. That, that was the one thing my brother used to do. My older brother, he would go around school making his money. And that's just another thing we learned is, you know, we would buy like a ton of candy and end up going to school and just you know we have it in our bags and you know we'll just hustle it out and that, that was just that was the early on and from there you know I, I started working with my grandfather and that was simultaneously that usually happened during the school year and everything and other than that you know I ended up going um, getting a little bit older I the first job I worked at an apartment complex just a handyman I, I would paint things you know fix little things here and there and you know rake mow the lawn, just basic yard work, just main, main, maintaining the apartments. And then from there, I ended up going into um, just the food industry. So I became a dishwasher here at a local steakhouse. And we did, it was right near like five minutes from where I lived. And I became a dishwasher for the summer. That was during my sophomore year. No, my freshman year to my sophomore year. I was a, I was a dishwasher and I did that. It was for the summer. I was working like 40, sometimes even 50 hours a week. Just working in the back, dishwasher and food prep. And that 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 job was kind of crazy. And I was the fr I was actually the first dishwasher at that restaurant, along with another guy that got hired right after me. But um, ended up going and I went back to school. Then I got a job at 
um, Little Caesars as a cashier, and I did, you know, the drive-through and the cashier, and that's where I learned how to like manage cash and just, you know, that's when I started being able to use my customer service. I was, you know, I was very good with people at an early age. I was just, you know, I I I don't know what it was and what I had, but I was able to just really connect with people and have a good time at work. So that's what I really enjoyed was just that. And as a cashier, you're talking to your customer. So that was another thing I learned is just customer interaction and just doing all of that. Before even at work, I would always, I was always complimented by my character and, you know, this persona that I had where people just really enjoyed being around me and being able to just make people smile and be able to have cool and, and, and energetic interactions with people where it was just always like a good time and I was blessed with that and I thank God for it and I feel like I you know this this is something special that I have and I was just like okay well let's go ahead and use this and God blessed me with it and I'm gonna take advantage of it and then from there I was able to work my way and I, I got a job at Menchie's uh, frozen yogurt if you guys know about that and that job was really cool I mean I made so many memories there and I became a shift leader there like eight months in there's so much I learned through Menchie's and what they taught and trained their employees or their team members you know changed the terminology on a lot of things instead of saying employees they would say team members you know instead of customers they would say guests you know just changing the whole terminology on things and um, just the perspective on how we treat our customers and our guests that walk through our doors, uh, putting the guests always in the forefront of the business and just making sure everything was taken care of on their part and just making their experience the best of all. And from there, I, I, I worked there for about three years. From Menchie's, I ended up working for Starbucks and I worked there for about a year. And with that job, it just changed a lot or just added a whole lot, another level of just learning on how a store is run efficiently and the way they've been able to implement systems to do that. And then also just learning, again, customer service. I, I had that really dialed down because of Menchie's, and so the customer service was something I was able to just carry on with the team, and I learned a lot through there and was able to just really see Instead of a you know more local and franchise, I was able, able to learn how a corporate and that level of a business is run. And just learning that stuff was awesome and a blessing as well. And um, I wouldn't change it for anything. It, it was a tough job. I mean, you can say that. I think you can ask any um, Starbucks employee. And it, it, it is pretty tough, but I enjoy the rushes and it was just really cool. Um, it was always fast paced. There was never really any downtime on that one. So it just always kept me, your mind was always busy with that job. And, and that's how it was for me. And I ended up moving from there and becoming a manager of a local franchise that was being um, moved here into El Paso and being opened, which is about five months ago. And I was able to learn. And this was probably one of the biggest achievements and just hugest learning curve on my part because it was just learning how to open a business on mainly the employee hiring you know seeing applications from um, hiring a team into training the team 
and just making sure the team is running smoothly and just how operations is being run. Um, I was able to just learn all of this within these last five months, have which has been like a, the greatest thing and the, the biggest learning curve for me um, as far as I've been able to, as far as it comes to, you know, having a job and being in the, the workforce. And with that being said, I mean, I just wanted to share, you know, um, one thing I really was able to just really do throughout these last, you know, the, throughout the whole time I've been working since, you know, becoming a dishwasher uh, to becoming a manager of a store. I mean, it's only been about six years since I've been doing that. And the, the thing that I was able to learn is that um, the hard of work that you put into all of it, you know, that you just don't give up and you just keep working and you keep working and there's going to be opportunities that arise. And that's how it came to me. And um, I am beyond blessed. And I just want to let you guys know that even though you're not given the opportunity or you don't think there's an opportunity, you better be prepared for a new opportunity. And that's what a lot of people don't understand is that they wait for an opportunity instead of preparing for the opportunity. And I wanted to share that because I think that's what I've been able to do. And it's able to, you know, um, I've been able to progress in, you know, this area of my life. And I just want to share that because I think it's very important on preparing and keeping going and just working hard and having the work ethic. And, and from it all, guys, being a dishwasher to a manager, the one thing I just wanted to share is that every single task and every single interaction you have with a customer is that you go above and beyond. And I promise you, the CEO, the manager, the owner will notice. And that's where the opportunity comes to you. When they're thinking of the next person to promote because they need someone, your name is going to pop into their head. And that's what you want to understand is you're preparing every interaction and every task that you're given, you're preparing for the next step or the next level. So just keep that in mind as you're going through your days, as you're going through your shifts. And just that's also through life, guys, you know, being able to making sure you're being prepared for the opportunities that are going to come. Because if you're not, they're going to fly by you like and you're not going to see it coming. And it's going to and then once it's passed, it's already too late. And just keep that in mind. And from there, I just wanted to share another part of my life where the one thing that I'm thankful for is being able to be established in in the Christian faith and believing in God. That was one thing that just really affected me a lot and just helped me grow as a person. And I don't want to feel like I'm uh, imposing or pushing anything, but I just wanted to share this part of my life because it's very, very important to my journey. And this was around the time I was in middle school and transitioning kind of into high school and you know I think this is a very important part because you know you're trying to get into high school this is a huge school and you know you kind of a lot of people get kind of confused and there's just so much you know you, you you're trying to find the the correct friend group and it's just from this like it was just crazy that during this time I was able to just really surround myself with solid great people who are great influences in my life and great mentor that was able to influence my life in a positive way and just give me great direction so huge shout out to phil thank you so much for the time you just invested in my life i just want to say i really appreciate it 
And again, I wouldn't be the person I am today if it wasn't for you. And I just want to say thank you. And um, I, I'm beyond blessed that God put them in my life because that's what I needed. And I think that was for a reason. And and I'm not sure where I'm at on this podcast, but I just want to say thank you. Thank you for still listening and staying tuned and really just supporting me through this journey and what I'm trying to do. And I just want to say thank you for that. And, you know, this last year has just been absolutely amazing and just eye-opening and there's just been so much change and and it's been good change uh, just through my family and the unity through other people and connections that I've been able to make and I thank God for it and there's a there's a lot to happen and I, I just want you guys to come on this journey with me because it's uh it's gonna be fun and I want you guys there every step of the way so just stay tuned and I have a ton of people coming in to explain their success journey through real estate real estate investing and flipping home to building their own business here in El Paso and just so much out there that I want to share with you guys and there's a lot more to come guys so just make sure to stay tuned subscribe and I just want to give a quick shout out to the power at the pass for letting me use their studio to record this podcast Uh, they're great people here and I just wanted to give a quick shout out to them and uh, make sure to subscribe and all I ask for is uh, if you want to talk or you have anything to say to me you want some information on anything that i could help you with just shoot me a message and uh in the comments or if you want to find me on instagram tyler underscore stubs you can hit me there and then also i have and all i ask for is that from this if you've gotten some type of value through this podcast or through my message i just ask that you share it with someone And if you do that, I would be absolutely thankful beyond anything if you could do that for me. And that's only if you got some type of value or you enjoyed it. I just ask that you share it. Thank you very much, guys. And I just want to share this. Remember, your journey begins with you. Peace.